Hello everybody, welcome back to Multiverse of Media. Um, it's been a bit of a time gap since our last episode, but we're back. Um, and we got lots to talk about, so mm. why don't we just jump right into some of the new news and what we've been watching and stuff. Do you yeah. Want to, what do you want to start it off with? Let's start it off with a real hot one. Okay, is this the one that you've been waiting to talk about? I mean, we yeah, we could start there. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, let's start there. That way you don't have to wait any longer for context. <laughs> I have no idea what he is about to say. I just know he's wanted to tell me for like a week, so... <laughs> But I've waited for the reaction for the podcast. Yeah. I have started watching. Oh, no. And I finished the first season. Oh, oh boy. Of Outer Banks. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I can't, I like, can't judge you. Have you seen it? No, but a certain someone also watches that show. Who? Oh. You know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. The I, Dean. I can't, <laughs> I can't judge you. Hot no. Start, but... No, it's a good show. Is it? Like, the acting's not, like, the greatest. They're, they're kids, right? Like, I'm, I'm very curious. What, what is it even about? Because I thought it was, like, Lifeguard Beach Rescue. Okay, well, like, you thought that when I first saw the trailers for it, I thought it was, like, kids stranded on an island and they had created like factions oh wow and like <laughs> it none of the above what it's like so like there's they live on this like island it's like somewhat of a touristy island somewhat not and um they live on the outer banks <laughs> yeah it's called the outer banks mm-hmm. the place mm-hmm. and uh like half the population are like rich people and they call them kooks and the other half are like, like kind of like the slums like poorer people and they're um oh why can't i think of it, it starts with a p it's like <laughs> crappy no because they're the slums oh poor <laughs> Porgs. Oh, like what their nickname is? Yeah. It's uh-huh. anyways. They have nicknames, and like the two sides don't really get along. Like the, with the kids and stuff. Like the adults are adults, so they can mm. look past it, kind of. You know. Okay. But then the like the main character's father went missing nine months ago, looking for treasure. Oh boy! So it's it's a treasure. Oh, here we go! It's a, it's a treasure hunt mm-hmm. show. It sounds like just perfect genres to blend into each other. It's it's not bad. Yeah, I know that's the stupid part is I can see that working. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's it's not like Riverdale's like it's not like Riverdale levels of like mm, I shouldn't be watching this because <laughs> it's just because it's just weird. Yeah, but it's like. It's in the same genre. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like teen, steamy, like love triangle, like oh, all that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I get you. It's good turn your brain off, kinda. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It keeps you on your toes a little bit, like with what's gonna happen next. Mm-hmm. And it's got your typical like just teenage drama stuff where, just like people whole, die whole lot of, and stuff like, whole lot of steamy action probably <laughs> actually surprisingly no because that's riverdale 100 it's, it's just like it's not really steamy like there's kissing and stuff like that but it's, but like, it's not like the main focus no mm. at least it's got you know other stuff going for main it focus is the gold <laughs> yeah the treasure no. different kind of booty yeah. <laughs> nice. So you watch the Outer Banks. How many seasons are there? There's two, and then the third one's coming out in February. Mm. All right. Well, and I know uh, what you're going to be doing in February. <laughs> well, in February, actually, the first show I'm going to be watching is you. Yeah. Oh. Yep. The show. You. Also, a really wholesome <laughs> show. Fun for the whole family. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stay away. <laughs> 
I don't know. The, the, the fourth season of Youth looks the most intriguing to me. Yeah. I mean, once you've started it, it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's a hard show to stop. Oh, I don't doubt it. It's so diff. Like, it's so... It's so creepy and weird. Yeah, and weird. That it just keeps you watching it. Yeah. Okay. I also like that they're... Like, season four is going to be the last season, I think. Oh, okay. And I like... I don't know. I respect shows when they're just like, yeah, we're not going to beat a dead horse here. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to plan it to run its course. Yeah. That's fair. What but, else? Yeah. What else have you watched? Um, I watched, uh, since the last podcast, the first thing I watched was Bodyguard. Right. Show you've been trying to get me to watch mm-hmm. for ever since we moved out. <laughs> um, well, you started it. That was the sunky part. Yeah, you I got started like halfway it. through, and then right before the like best part, you were like, ah, "I'm gonna shut it off." <laughs> no, it's a really good show. Like, it's definitely more of a slower burn. Oh yeah, it takes a while. You gotta like stick through it, but it's, it it's definitely going. worth it. Oh yeah. The, yeah, the back half of the show yeah. is is the, is much better. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. After you've watched the back half, you kind of have respect for the first half of it. Oh, it more. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, really good show. It's on Netflix. Netflix original. Mm-hmm. It's only, like, six, six or eight episodes. I think six. Yeah, I think so. But, really good watch. Um, And then I watched Kaleidoscope. Right. Which was... I, I know it's get, been getting, like, not great reviews f- from what you've said. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was it was kind of nice. It reminded me a lot of uh, Army of Thieves, mm-hmm. kind of. Just like a ragtag team that wouldn't normally get together, but are just coming together for the common... The goal of getting Getting money. rich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Italian job or Army of Thieves. I mean, Italian job is different. But that's kind of the same thing, right? Aren't they just kind of, they don't know each other? No, Italian job, everybody knows each other. Oh. And it's more of a revenge. Are the Oceans movies that way? Oceans movies, everybody knows each other. Mm. Those are good movies. Yeah, I still haven't seen those. Like, sorry, they don't all know each other, but they all, like, know of of each other. Yeah. And some of them know each other and stuff. Mm. By the second one, they all know each other. <laughs> I don't. <clears throat> no, it's a good show. It is kind of interesting how you can watch it in any order. There's definitely better orders to watch it. I wonder, like... It's, it, the, the thing is, you have to watch it. They're, they're, what they say is, as long as you end with like, what they say is white, which is... <laughs> the episode <laughs> white. Very careful what you're about to say. <laughs> which is the heist episode. Mm-hmm. So the whole episode is just what the heist is. So as long as you end with that episode, they say it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But theoretically, you could watch that one in any order without ending on white. Yeah. What makes it different than just like being able to do that with any show? Because really, you could do that. Not a whole lot. <laughs> so, because huh. I was wondering that. Like, that they said that that was its like, you know, its big draw, and was that you could watch it in any order. But I was like, okay, well, you could kind of just do that with any show as long as you keep the finale the finale. Like, well, the so the do they, do they frame it so that like each episode ends on a cliffhanger or like maybe doesn't have like a thorough end that way. Not, not really. It's like so the it's a heist twenty five years in the making. Right. Oh, okay. And so like every episode is a time period. Oh, that's a little different then, yeah. So like, like the heist episode is just the heist. There's nothing else. Mm. And then there's an episode that's six months after the heist. There's an episode that's. 24 hours after the heist. So they're very isolated. And yeah, there's an episode 15 years before the heist. Mm. Or whatever. It's That makes more sense as to why they... It's very like structured and easy to understand. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, there are times where you're, like, watching the one episode, and you're like, that doesn't quite add up. And then you watch the next episode or whatever, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes mm-hmm. more sense. Yeah, because I was, I was wondering about that, because, like, I know, you know some TV shows will, like, reference something that happened in a previous episode that you have to kind of know about in order to get it. And if Kaleidoscope was just full of those, then it'd be like, it, Not what? really, no. <laughs> so, yeah, they have to be smart about how they do that. that way. And I would say White definitely ties in oh, yeah. all the episodes, other than the episodes that take place after. Mm-hmm. But that's your that's your main connection point is that episode kind of yeah hmm. that's an interesting concept but yeah I don't know I can see why people didn't really like it because yeah it wasn't anything crazy special it just was fun but yeah it's a fun watch it's got a pretty great cast as long as the acting is like the acting good enough, I, I'd say is pretty on point. Yeah, as long as the acting's good enough and the script is like not super cheesy. No. Most not most really. of the times those shows are like they're just they're they're just that. They're fun. Mm. You don't have to worry about them too much or expect a whole lot out of them. Yeah. No, it's a it's a fun fun one to just kinda throw on. Like I mean you still have to think about it a little bit. Yeah. Do you think like from like a writing and acting standpoint is it higher or lower than something like your ncis csi oh higher criminal money yeah like yeah higher than your average cop show yes okay because that's kind of what comes to mind when i think about it is like that level of show like you know even something like maybe rookie the rookie or the mentalist I don't know if it would be higher than The Mentalist. The Mentalist is pretty... If you take in The Mentalist as an entirety, The Mentalist is pretty good. Yeah, I don't mean like rating them like... It's one of the like, better, which has the better plot. written cop shows, I would say. I just mean on like, kind of like a cringe level that's allowed. You know how certain genres of TV have like a certain amount of writing where you're like, okay, there's the corny joke, like, you know, that there, kind of stuff. There's, there is that, but it's like... It's not like your typical cop show stuff. It's mm-hmm. like just, I don't know. It's just people that don't really get along working together. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be that tension and right. kind of cringy parts. But like, it's not that bad. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah. Like, you're, I'm too cool for you. I don't want to be part of this group kind of stuff. Yeah. That's fair. Hmm. Or like the guy that gets greedy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got your typical tropes, but like, it does it well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is there anything else that you've watched that we both haven't seen? That we both haven't seen. Yeah, like anything else you've watched that we didn't watch together. No, that's pretty much it. I think. Fair. Yeah. I don't think I've really watched anything besides. Well, I've been watching like Cowboy Bebop, but in my free time, like when I feel like throwing on an episode, and I like it so far. But there was a movie I just watched the other day, though. And I dread. Yes, yes, dread. And then before that, I watched another one, Valerian. Valerian, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both of those completely different like vibes. Um, Valerian's like a sci-fi epic, sort of. I mean, Dread's sci-fi too. Yeah, but it's like it's like dark, yeah, gritty, Tarantino-esque. I'm sci-fi. so disappointed I fell asleep while while you were <laughs> yeah, watching that. That blows my mind. That's like one of the most like explosive filled movies <laughs> and just loud noises and it's like that's the one you fell asleep in it's like what yeah no i was tired that day that was like what that was christmas day wasn't it mm. or no it was like boxing day it was boxing day i think but yeah but valerian was a really fun time i liked it i know it didn't get a lot of like love when it came out but i liked it a lot and it was a little cheesy but 
Or the visuals were really good. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying visuals were like Avatar in that sense. Yeah, some of them are nuts. And I don't know, it was like a nice, cheesy, wholesome sci-fi adventure. And like, I just haven't seen one of those in a long time. How was Dane DeHaan? I liked him a lot. Yeah, he was good. Because I feel like he's kind of a hit or miss kind of actor. Well, it's just the, the roles that he gets put in. It's like... He plays one type of character very well, and make him play something he's not, it just doesn't fit. Yeah. Especially because he's got such a deep voice, it's like... He plays the Chronicle character very well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a a horror movie that he's in that I know he does a good job in as well. Which one? A Cure for Wellness. Never heard of it. It's creepy. But he... uh, No, in Valerian, he's kind of like your hotshot space cop. Mm. Or like space military So he's kind of still... A little bit of an ass. Yeah, he's a, he's a little arrogant, but he's like more, way more like endearing than his chronicle. Where he's so, just an ass. <laughs> so kind of a little bit more along the lines of Harry Osborn before he becomes Green Goblin. Not not even that level. Like it's not like rich arrogance. It's like he's like Star Lord kind of, mm. like just <clears throat> a bit of an idiot. But yeah. As well. Um, and then. The Cara Delevingne is the other main actor in that movie, and she's um, she's actually pretty good. I like it. A lot of the complaints are that they don't have chemistry in that movie, but I think they do actually have pretty good chemistry. It's just the way they're written is supposed to be this, like, I like you. No, you don't. Oh, like the awkward thing? Well, it's like they both know they like each other, but they don't want to admit yeah. it, so she's just, like, putting them off and like, being like, screw you, see you later. But it's fun in the movie. It works well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Valerian was a good time. I'd recommend it. And then Dread was like a complete 180 <laughs> in terms of tone, but it's like a super gritty, dark, violent movie, and it is awesome. I really liked it. I would. It'd be really cool to get, like, if we didn't get a Dread sequel, which there's talks it might happen, but it'd be cool to get that guy to do a Punisher movie because I think he could. Carl Urban? No, the director of Dread. Oh, I was going to say. <clears throat> they're no, going to do anything Urban. Punisher. I think it should be. Maybe John Bernthal. John Bernthal, yeah. But yeah, Marvel, if you're doing a Punisher movie, get the guy that did Dread to make your movie because it is. And actually have the balls to make it, <laughs> dirt, <laughs> to make like, it gritty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know Punisher's going to swing in and say it's punishing time. and then <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's going to shoot it. Unicorn. Nerf gun. Yeah, Nerf gun. <laughs> no, it's, it, Dread was really good. It was like hyper action, hyper violent, tons of explosives. Typical dude movie, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than those two movies, I haven't watched anything else on my own, really. Um, so we can kind of get into what we've watched lately. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start with Glass Onion? Sure, just I'll say we both have now seen Avatar 2. Yes. But we are going to save that for like kind of what we did with Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. Put it at the end of an episode where we have more time. Yeah. Yeah, it'll kind of get we its can own. We can kind of have a spoiler review. Yeah. But yeah, we both thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. For a little general review there, it was. I think it was a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. And yeah, it was. It warranted the hype, I think. Mm-hmm. Lived up to it. But I mean, James Cameron knows what he's doing. Yep. It, he does it. It's just the fact that it's been so long, right? Mm-hmm. Did people really want to go see another one now that it's been this oh, long? I, <laughs> I guess they did. Yeah. <laughs> because it made like $2 billion. <laughs> And now everybody probably can't wait for the third one to come out next year. Yep. I still think he's totally just, you know going to make the Avatar movies combined, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be blue people who have been asleep in ice for thousands of years have a blue arrow on their head. Yeah. Named Aang. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it, I swear. He's going to get, uh, what's his face, to help him direct. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be a terrible duo. Yeah, super serious, like, like heartfelt. Well epic, done movies. With and some then, like... weird twist. Like, they're actually all made out of bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's been bread this entire time. 
he's such a hit or miss. <laughs> I know, right? It's like it either really works or it doesn't work at all. I think his new one that's coming out, that Cabin in the Woods one or whatever. That one looks promising. I, yeah, I think that one's gonna be good. M Night is like every other movie is is like one way or the other because mm. it's like this one looks good. Old was apparently terrible. Old was so terrible, it's funny. Yeah, and then Glass is okay. Split was fantastic. And then you have stuff like The Happening, or yeah, The Happening, and then like uh, The Mist. I think is another one of his. It's just bonkers that the same guy who did Old did Split. Like <laughs> yeah, Split know, is right? such a like original, really well done movie. Well, like, all of his movies are original. That's why it's hard to not Yeah, but be some excited. of them are too original. Well, too original are just bad writing. Like He also has that, that Apple show, right? Like, The Serpent or something? Yeah, apparently that show's really good. Yeah. But, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm always excited about the idea of watching an M. Night movie. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, what bag of tricks is he going to pull out <laughs> next? Like, so, I don't know. And nobody else is really having the guts to make movies like that. Without like a bunch of safe security net stuff thrown in, yeah. But yeah, his new one looks really interesting as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we watched Glass Onion a couple was a week ago. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And yeah, it was. uh, I was. It was a good sequel. It was. It was a good time. It was more fun than Knives Out. Like. A little more. Yeah, the tone is completely different. Yeah. Knives Out was like semi serious with like subtle shade thrown in mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie, like the rich population. And this movie is like wholeheartedly like we're making fun of rich people. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny. It, it works. I think, personally, I think the first one. Better movie. Is a bit of a better movie. Just... I agree. Just because it, yeah, no. like the second one's good, but like, I liked that the first one was just your typical like murder mystery. Mm-hmm. And the twist in the first one is a lot better too. Like, yeah, this one, yeah, we're not gonna say anything more. But the second one is, it's if you're, an interesting way to direct it and take it in that direction, but it worked. And if you are a better than average movie watcher. Mm-hmm. You'll probably guess who it is. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. You don't. Wanna, I didn't. You don't want to, uh, like, go into it going like, "Oh, it's this person for sure." But like, and we won't say much more because even kind of saying that might spoil it a little bit. But knives out. You had to really think. Mm-hmm. Glass onion. I'd still go into it thinking that way. It makes it fun. But go into it expecting more of a comedy. Yeah, yeah. More of a comedy for sure. But still a good mystery movie. Like I also I liked how heartfelt Yes. The first one was. Yeah. And this one Like with with uh Anna's character mm-hmm. and the old guy that is the victim. Yeah. Yeah. In the first one. It really feels like Rian Johnson just looked at what made the first movie the first movie and went let's just reverse all of that for the sequel and it works like yeah no it's but it wasn't a terrible move no <laughs> but it is bold move <laughs> oh yeah but yeah it was a good time and so far from what i've seen he wants to do the same thing with the third one yeah it's just, just go a completely too. different direction yeah so it's nice to know that he's not like stagnant with it and yeah not it. doing the same thing over and over again yeah but yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good time. Um, and then what else did we watch after? What was after that? The menu. The menu, right? That one was. Uh, that one was really good. That one was really good. Like for a smaller movie, that was. I was pleasantly surprised by that. One. Yeah, that was. Ralph Fiennes kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, so does I can't ever remember his name, but the guy who plays Beast. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, really uh, Anya Taylor Joy tells incredible too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very small cast, very isolated movie, but mm-hmm. it was it doesn't it doesn't uh, bore you like it might 
like you might think it would if you were to look at the everything involved. Well, what did we say? It reminded us of it reminded us of Werewolf by Night mixed with something else. Not uh, ready or not. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was very Werewolf by Night. Some shots, and and yeah, ready or not. Yeah, it was like a good mix between those two, and then. I don't know, Master Chef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Hell's Kitchen. It's a really interesting <laughs> genre of, or like subcategory of a thriller movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little midsummerish too, in just the way it yeah shocks you. Right, it's got shock value to it. But yeah, no, that one was a really good movie. It kind of flew. It might have flown under a lot of people's radar. Yeah, uh, it was a big hit with critics, but. And if you're in Canada, it's on Disney Plus. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Glass Onion is on Netflix, and mm-hmm. um, the menu is on Disney Plus. I'm surprised they haven't like I know they didn't buy the rights until after the first one, but I'm surprised they haven't put the first Knives Out on Netflix. It was, wasn't it? Oh no, it was on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It was right. on Amazon. Yeah, that is kind of weird. To, to like a, for sequels, you have to switch streaming services. Like, it wasn't an Amazon original. No, but it is weird that that hasn't changed. It came out on Amazon first. I mean, most newer movies have a tendency to go on Amazon first nowadays. Yeah. In Canada, at least. Yeah, and then eventually they make their way to Netflix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is interesting to think about. If you had one and you wanted to watch the first one, but... You couldn't use the same streaming service. You had to pay for another one. Yeah. The first one isn't on anything anymore, though. It's not on Amazon either. That is really odd. Maybe they are planning to get it on that. I I feel like that would be the move. Yeah. Just that way you have both in there. Yeah, because they have bought things before that weren't originally. Keep going. That weren't originally... um, Netflix originals. Right. Like, Trailer Park Boys was not a Netflix <laughs> original to begin with. No. no it wasn't. But now it is. Yeah, true. Alright, I'm going to take a quick break here and then we'll be back with more podcasts. Alrighty, we are back. Uh, so we got a Two more things to talk about that we've both watched recently. Um, one of those being the new Last of Us show on HBO slash Crave. And we've both seen the first episode. And I think we both can agree it is really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was incredible. Yep. Best, one of the best shows, like the first episodes of a show I've seen in... Yeah. A couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really if not good. ever. <laughs> it's a really good first episode. It's uh it doesn't I mean Riverdale episode one is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. <Cool>. Riverdale's <laughs> peak. But it doesn't like Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> Last of Us doesn't um give away a ton, like in the first episode, which is nice, especially if you already know the plot of it due to the game like you've played the game right i've never played it but, but I, you know i did everything. watch playthroughs yeah okay and i know nothing yeah so it's really interesting like hearing your side of it and stuff and what you think might happen because they do a good job of not just like making it blatantly obvious what is going to happen mm-hmm. because it's not like they expect everybody that watched the show to have just played the game already right it's new for some people but it's also entertaining and fresh enough that people who have played it don't feel like they're just watching the cutscenes from the game. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's really well done. I think. No, I I I like that. Like, I like that you know a lot about it going in, and I know nothing because then we yeah we can get each other's perspective off of it after finishing it. Mm-hmm. One thing I really liked and noticed about it, which isn't a spoiler or anything, but there's. There's certain, like, uh, lines in it that just feel like 
video game, dialogue. game side dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like it's like there's a scene where somebody says, "Oh, like with what they can do, they can get through anything or whatever, right?" And another person's like in the background, like they they don't even put the camera really on them, like focus on them, but it's like, "Oh, what can they do?" Mm-hmm. And it just feels like a side. It's just like an NPC just being like, oh, what, what actually can they do? Mm-hmm. I don't really see that side of it that much, but like, it's not to say that they don't, they're not trying to do that because it very well could be. But yeah, it is like, I've noticed that in other ways, with like certain ways that they've held shots, like done one shot, like one takes. It's like, oh yeah, they're that's the way the camera moves in a cutscene, like especially if it's from like a character's perspective. Like I've I've noticed that in a couple shots, but they're not too heavy-handed with it. Like it's not. It's yeah. It's not like it's only identity in like a cinematography or audio standpoint is like that they're just ripping off game stuff. Like they definitely have their own. Yeah, flair to creative. it as well. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's nice that they have something to go off of that's recent enough. Too, mm-hmm. it's not like it's off a comic book from forty years ago that a handful of people have read. It's a big game, and yeah, lots of people played uh, yeah. it. And... It's been one of the biggest games of the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Well, and like the story in that game is so is such a big selling point of it. Like, it's basically a mini-movie. Like, and yeah. It, and it, you, you're playing a game, but it, you're experiencing it more than you are just playing, like, shooting someone. <laughs> and I've never played the game at all. Never seen anything about the game, really. Seen stuff about the second a little bit, but... Mm. And I know that, like, like, even if you've never played the game, you just know that that game has an incredible story and it's known for having mm-hmm. a great story yeah that's what made it popular mm-hmm. but yeah i know the first like first episode was really good and it's uh it's going to be really interesting to see where they go the next few episodes and how quickly they kind of build certain plot points up because yeah i don't know if they're doing like the whole first game in the first yeah season like yeah whole first game in the first season or if they're spreading it out through a couple seasons and then doing the second game eventually or or how they're going about that so it'll be really interesting to see where it goes from here well they have said that they're not going doing anything past the two games yeah they're which not makes creating sense. a story that isn't there yeah which makes sense but you can spread out that story a long yeah. time no, but like, but it's like it's like when they do stuff based off books. It's like, well, we're not going to do a third one until the third book comes out. Like, yeah, well, from what they've said, the the end of the second game isn't like an insane cliffhanger. No, so it's kind of just a good ending point. Yeah, I wouldn't and... be surprised if they're already if they know some information that we don't. That like Naughty Dog's probably working on the third game already, and I don't know. They're kind of going to release those around the same time or at least have that thought in the back of their head when making the show because i don't was there room it. at the end of the second one to make a third game oh yeah yeah you can you can end the story there for sure but you can also totally make another one like it's they've 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 set themselves up very nicely mm. They kind of James Cameron avatar themselves, where it's like, yeah, okay, we could end on the second one, but if enough people like this one, yeah, it can go to a third one too. But yeah, no, it was a really solid first episode, and it is an hour and twenty minutes. Just yeah, yeah, it's not like a thirty or forty minute episode. No, so it's, it's long. If you're going to watch it, basically anticipate watching a movie. Yeah, a ninety minute movie. Yeah. But well worth it. If you're in Canada, it's on Crave mm-hmm. with the HBO add-on. Mm-hmm. Yep, but yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then the we the other one that we've seen together, we just watched last night. Um, it was a movie called Don't Breathe. 
and it's a thriller horror movie from like 2016 i think 2017 yeah um, something along there not a super big movie uh, i know it got decent reviews 2016 yeah for the most <clears throat> part it kind of kind of flew under the radar um it's not it's like it's not a high budget movie either no but it does do well with like what they were given oh yeah and it is it does get a little more um expansive than i thought it would like there was more it was more intricate than i thought it would be mm. but yeah what did you think of it i thought it was really good i it's like nothing groundbreaking it's kind of your tickle tickable <laughs> typical thriller or isolated thriller the the twist is not typical you don't see it coming at all (laughs) no matter who you are yeah um and if you do you're lying yeah you've seen something (laughs) yeah you've seen something you've had it spoiled um no i don't know it was it was good like there's not a whole lot to say about it without giving away anything yeah well, that's fair the basis of a movie is like, just it, a heist it's a heist yeah against they're planning to rob a blind guy yeah and it doesn't go how they think it will no but yeah there's some like some shots that i feel like are pretty inspired by other thriller movies like safe house or not safe house uh Panic Room. That's the Brie Larson movie, right? No. That's Room. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the confusion. <laughs> no, Panic Room, I think, is Fincher. David Fincher. It's like early 2000s or late 90s. 2002. Yeah. David Fincher, yeah. Yeah. It's got some like really cool shots of just like it sets up the... Um, scope of like the house that it takes place in but like down to the drywall and the studs and stuff like that and this movie has a a couple shots like that where it just adds another layer of intricacy to a house and you don't think about it that Mm. much in other movies and they show it i don't know i thought that was kind of neat especially for a movie that's smaller and, and not one you would expect to have homages to other movies like that and it has Stefan Lang in it, which is also the villain in, in Avatar. Avatar. Mm-hmm. He plays the blind guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's Dylan Minette. Yeah. Min- Dylan Minette is also in it. Yeah. And he is one of the big uh, actors from 13 Reasons Why. He's also in the new Scream. Yes, he is. Yeah. And. Then the other two, yeah, everybody else is kind of uh, lesser known actors. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a good movie. It was a fun time. Yeah, no, it was It was a good, good movie. The second one does not look as good. Yeah, it's a kind of a completely different tone. It still looks fun, like... Yeah, I still want to watch it, but it's not like I don't know. <laughs> it it kind of relies on the same gimmicks this first one has, but it doesn't. It's not as interesting. It's kind of just like watching you know any other action movie and then comparing it to John Wick. It's like yeah, it's got action, but it's not quite as good as John Wick's action. Right? Yeah, like it's still a cool like they're still cool stuff about the second one that looks good but yeah the first one's more unique i guess from from the looks of it it also came out in 2022 so it is a covid movie mm-hmm. yeah. the second one yeah i remember seeing it come out and i was like hmm, i didn't think they would make a sequel to that one but okay if they make a third one they're just capitalizing. Yeah. Yeah. The second one's already kind of there at that point. But. Yeah. But yeah, we watched. Uh, those are the ones we've watched lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't think we've watched anything that's been bad. So. 
They've no. all been pretty good. Yeah. We got a couple that we were in like a horror thriller mood recently. Just the past four months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like to get my blood pumping in the movie a little bit. Yeah. It's a good genre to put on when you're not sure what you want to watch because it's like you can't help but be engaged in it. And, and it's fun to try and figure out yeah. what you're watching. Yeah, it actually requires you to think. Like we watched this one with a friend who, I don't know, he doesn't really get engaged in a lot of movies. Yeah. When we watched them with him. Yeah. But this one, he was like, I don't know, I would say he was pretty engaged and but yeah, he even kind said of trying he's to like, figure things out. And, yeah, he's like, I didn't think this would be good, and now it was actually really good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty high praise. Mm hmm. But yeah, and then what was the uh, the other stuff you wanted to talk about? Well, there's a lot of Netflix stuff that they announced. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we'll get into that in a second. There was some news, so I don't know if anybody watched the Michael B. Jordan Without Remorse. <laughs> that was a Netflix original, Space or exclusive or whatever. Based off the Tom Clancy novels. Or, sorry, not Netflix. Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, based off the Tom Clancy novel. Not a great movie. No. I mean, if you're looking for an action movie... Even then. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that it was like... It's, it's not terrible. It's like not, It's not the yeah. worst movie I've ever seen, but like... It's one of the worst action movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's like any of it's severely bad. It's like the action is okay. It's just confusing. It's just confusing. Yeah, the way it's shot and edited and the way the plot falls together. Oh, I don't even know the plot. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like it's just it's like someone took a puzzle and then just didn't give a crap about where the pieces were. They shook it up in the box yeah, and they called shook it, it good. Up. Yeah. They took the film to the editing room, cut it into some random pieces and then glued it back together and said here's the movie mm-hmm. so yeah it's a very hard movie to be engaged in and follow along with because it just doesn't make sense <laughs> no but however at the end of that movie i i'm okay with spoiling this it's whatever oh yeah it, they now keep in mind this is a completely original idea <laughs> no other movie franchise has ever done this before you'll never guess what happens at the end they tease the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> and what is it? Rainbow Six. <laughs> the one name most people have heard of. Which is, I'm assuming it's a book as well. It is. I think it's a book. And also a very popular video game. Mm-hmm. Very popular video game. Well, it's multiple video games. It's a franchise of video games. Yeah, but especially Siege. That one's been big for yeah, a long that time. One. But yeah, um, they dropped it very heavy-handedly at the end of the first movie. I believe it went something along the lines of, like, I'm going to form a team. It's going to be What's called name? Codename Rainbow. Codename Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, some news has come out about it that um, the director of John Wick, Chad Stahelski, Stahelski will be helming... The sequel, Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Which is... That gives me some hope. Yep. It gives us one crucial thing to look forward to. <laughs> action. <laughs> action. If the plot sucks, whatever. The yeah. action's gonna be good. At least the action won't be confusing this time. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what's going on. But no. That... I mean, I can still wait years for that to come out. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's some news on it. Mm-hmm. It's got Michael B. Jordan, so it'll, mm-hmm. it'll sell. It looks like he's got a lip a dip <laughs> in any movie a he's lip, in. Yeah, packed lip. Mm-hmm. I'm worried. It like I don't know. I'm kind of worried he's gonna go like the Dwayne Johnson route. He kind of seems like he yeah. is already, where it's like. Michael Jordan's production company is funding this. Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan's uh, writing team is writing his next new movie. It's like, oh, come on, man! Like you're a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> Don't limit yourself by just like comfort movies that 
you know are safe. I mean, Without Remorse could have been a great movie. I know. That's what I mean. And it wasn't his fault, I don't think. No. But just given how like the new Creed's coming out, and it's like Michael B. Jordan to produce, star. He's and, di- He directed. And direct, yeah. It's like. I think. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But that Creed 3 looks pretty damn good so far. It, it does. And, yeah, I don't want to take anything away from it. That's a good one. If if you were going to start doing that, that's a good brand genre to start in because sports movies are pretty hard to screw up. Like, Especially, it's the third installment yeah. in the franchise, so like, if it's something. you have <laughs> you have it already all built up for you. Yeah, it's kind of hard to mess up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely like a a good starting point. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, what was the... Is there anything else besides that? Uh, there was just the Scream trailer. Right. The actual trailer came out. Right. Today, right? I think so, yeah. Oh, and uh, Evil Dead. Yes, Evil Dead. I actually have not Dead. watched that trailer yet. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's something. I've seen the teaser, but I haven't watched the trailer. I'm very excited for that one. I'm going to be... Very scared. Oh yeah, it, but I'm also just so curious. I think that's a wait till out of the theaters. Maybe. That's a watch at home with all the lights on and the windows open. Yeah, movie. yeah. And maybe like a couple friends over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, that that that'll be a good movie. And uh, scream. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I know you're excited for I'm it. I'm excited for it. I am too. I just because the tone is a little more serious in this trailer, the cheesy dialogue stuck out so high for me. Like, I don't, and it, it doesn't bug me as much because I know that's part of the screen franchise. But now that they are leaning to the serious side a little more, it's like I don't know if you can get away with that as good as you can. There wasn't a ton of cheesy dialogue in the trailer, though, was there? No. It was kind of just the Courtney Cox. Scene. Yeah, that one really made me like really like. <laughs> but well, like then, when she gets the call. Yeah, when she yeah. gets the call, and then just the I'm badass, like. You know, I'm gonna shoot you in the head. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, a little, a little hammy, but the whole like but, yeah. space um, shrine thing, like that, I find that interesting, mm-hmm. and the fact that it's in pub, like public and broad daylight. And in New York, yeah. And, yeah. Not in the same town that they've been doing every other yeah. screen movie in. It feels like a big step for the franchise. Yeah. And he doesn't use a knife in one of it. He actually picks up a gun, which is like yeah. big because that hasn't happened. Um, also, his mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tattered and like... Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then the whole... Like, it was in the teaser, but that... That, the sister. Excuse me, the train, like the oh, yeah. the like subway LRT, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, when there's like all the people that are dressed up like Ghostface in the mm-hmm. in the train, and then the actual Ghostface. Yeah, that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know. I'm like, I recently rewatched the fifth one. It's a right. good movie. Yeah. But after a second watch, it's not great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It, like, first watch, it's a good movie because you don't know anything. You don't know the twists. You don't know what anything. And, like, there are movies that have crazy twists that you can easily rewatch. Yep. Scream 5 is not one of them. No, and I think I know why. I think because Scream is drawing that line of funny and scary and the first time you watch it you don't know how far it's going to go to one side so jump scares work effectively like especially well because you're like oh that'll probably just be this is going to be a funny moment and then it's not yeah or like it's going to be scary and then it's funny it's like you never actually pinpoint like what tone a moment in that movie is going to be but once you know it, all that illusion is kind of gone. 
and like mm-hmm. now you're just looking at the movie for exactly what it's giving you and not the suspense of not knowing so i could see the second rewatch not being as fun as the first one for sure but the sixth movie looks like it has more promise and rewatchability yeah yeah and that's just from a very small glimpse of what we've seen yeah like, it really depends. i could be way wrong yeah it really depends where they go with that story right mm-hmm. it does seem like higher value like yeah i think there's a bigger budget for yeah that and i think i think yeah the fifth movie really helped kind of boost that up a bit mm-hmm. but yeah it doesn't feel like escape room where the first one was like Pretty damn good. Pretty darn good, and time went into it, and then the second one was kind of just used to make money. Yeah. It seems like the, the Scream then, 5 walked so Scream 6 could run instead of... Yeah, and then I think if they make a seventh one, it's going to be the same thing. Like, Scream 6 also walked so that yeah. Scream 7 could run, too. Hopefully. That's ideal. I would assume if they do a seventh one, they're going to kind of just phase comedy out and just go serious yeah because yeah. that seems like where they're going it does kind of seem that way yeah and i'm not opposed to that at all yeah i'm honestly good with no more trailers after this like yeah i don't know if I i'll don't, watch any yeah i don't really kind of i don't want to know because it's sony it. isn't it i think so it's columbia pictures I think. well the first trailer already gave a lot away <laughs> and so it's like how much movies left like, yeah but yeah, also it has like one of the best posters of all time, this new one. Oh yeah, with the, the ghost with the face grid. and then it's like like street names, but all the street names are victims that have been Yeah. Or people that have been affected by Ghostface. And the subway system underneath and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's a really cool poster. And usually when the poster is good for a movie, that's actually a pretty good sign that the movie is going to be good. Especially a horror poster. Because time and effort actually went into the marketing. <laughs> like Smile. I didn't think Smile was going to be good. And apparently it is. <laughs> the you didn't think Smile was going to be good? No, I saw the trailer for Smile and I was like, hmm, this, this has one thing it's going for. And I bet you it's going to be very surface level. <laughs> and then the marketing came up for it. I'm like, hmm, they're putting a lot of money into this thing. <laughs> If it's just subpar, and then the movie came out and everybody was like, it was a pleasant surprise. I'm like, okay, I guess it's worth it then. Yeah, that's definitely on our list to watch. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that one. Me too. I think I'm going to be grossed out, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. That might not be a... I might not be able to sleep after, but <laughs> I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. I get that. All right, we're just going to take another quick break here, and then we will be back to uh, kind of wrap up the episode. All right, we are back. So Austin's going to go over the Netflix teaser. They came out with a video announcing all their big movie movie films whatever that are coming out this year yeah just a kind of a brief overview of what to expect and keep in mind i knew about (laughs) uh one of them (laughs) yeah so a lot of new news and not a whole lot to go off of yes so we got the first look at everything here. So I'm not going to say first look again. Okay. There's Rebel Moon, which we knew. It's a Zack Snyder movie. It's his next thing, next big project. We can talk about that more after. Um, the Killer, Michael Fassbender, uh, stars in it, directed by David Fincher. Uh... Murder Mystery 2, which is the Adam Sandler Netflix um, comedy murder mystery. Right. Um, Extraction 2. (laughs) Okay, I will say 
just off the brief snippet we've got of it, mm-hmm. looks more promising than the first one. <laughs> hey. uh, you people, starring Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, Lucifer, the fallen son. Or Luther, sorry. Luther, the fallen son. Starring Idris Elba. <laughs> what? Lucifer. <laughs> I had a stroke, okay? Um, the Mother, starring Jennifer Lopez. They cloned Tyrone, starring Jamie Foxx. What is so funny? Just Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. You can't say that on the list. Um, Heart of Stone, starting a gal. A gal. Gosh. I'm so dyslexic. <laughs> Gal Gadot and um, Jamie Dorn- Dornan. Dornan. Oh, he. I think that's the guy if you Fantastic see a picture Four. of him, you'll recognize him. Isn't he the thing in Fantastic Four? I don't know. <laughs> Smaller guy. I'll show a picture once I've done the list. Okay. Um, Lift, starring Kevin Hart and Vincent. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh, directed by the guy who directed The Italian Job, so it's a heist movie. Mm-hmm. Looks actually pretty promising for a Kevin Hart movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Damsel, starring Millie Bobby Brown. Not mm-hmm. interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to guess that's like a redo of like a Sleeping Beauty or Rapunzel or something. It's like that, that time period kind yeah. of thing, yeah. It's like 1800s, whatever. Yeah. Um, Pain Hustlers, starring Emily Blunt. What a weird name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a Family Affair, starring Joey King. Yeah. Uh, Leave the World Behind, starring Julia Roberts and Mahershala Ali. Hmm. That's an interesting duo. It's based off a book, too, huh. I believe, from my very limited research. Yeah, I wonder if that's like a space movie or if it's mm-hmm. like a love story. It looks story like a or... like an apocalyptic. Oh. Movie. Oh, okay. Huh. Like there's a, one of the snippets they show is like like a highway with a, like just lined with cars and oh. like somebody's walking through it. Huh? Like I am kind of. Kind of, but like not overgrown. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I don't care about some of these. Some of them look like they could be promising. Yeah. I know nothing about most of them. Extraction 2 looks way better <laughs> already than the first one. First one was just action, 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 action. No plot. Like that, there's like a plot, but it's like, I need to say, like, bring this. I need to extract to this person. Mm, just a MacGuffin. Yeah, it's. Wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Interesting that there's no Gray Man Two announcement. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. I like that one. That one's fun. I did too. I didn't. They already announced that. I think that's coming oh, up next maybe. year, isn't maybe it? Maybe they did. I'd be surprised if it came up this year. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um. Murder mystery two. I had no idea they were planning on doing a second one. I thought the first one was okay. Yeah, I liked it. It was a fun movie. Hmm. It's it was a nice balance between like the first and the second knives out. Hmm. It's like still Adam Sandler tropes, but also yeah. like somewhat serious plot. Yeah. And uh the killer looks really promising. Yeah, that's the one I know the most about. I've heard, like I've heard about that one for a little while now. It looks really good. No idea what it's about. I'm assuming a killer. Yeah, well, it's Fincher. <laughs> and Rebel Moon, obviously, looks Big old really good. Yeah. I'm surprised it's coming out this year already. Yeah, so, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Because hmm. that was announced, what, like last year or the year before? It was announced when the marketing for the Snyder Cut started. We knew that he was already working on Rebel Moon. Because both Army movies came out in 2021. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, he only directed the first one. But 
yeah, he produced, produced the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it looks really good. They they mainly show uh, he's oh, he's a lot of side characters. Dijamon Hansu, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think you kind of nailed it on the head there. I just heard someone say, it and I. Yeah, I think that's what he he's in. He's from Shazam. He's from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's, Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's pretty much a superhero movie. James Bond, I think maybe, he's even in. Maybe yeah, but like yeah, he mainly plays a side character, and I, I'm from what it looks like, he's more of a main character, or going to be more of a main character in this, which yeah, thanks so. excites me because he seems like a really good actor. He just hasn't really gotten roles that he did, can be the main character. Mm-hmm. I know what else he's in. Constantine. The very end, he's the guy who uh, owns the nightclub in Constantine. Gives him the... Uh, oh, yeah. Gives him like, the cross gun. Yeah. Um, and also Ray Fisher is in that. Oh, he's in Rebel Moon? Yeah. I didn't know that. If you look up the movie, he's in the castles, and he actually has like, a character name below him. Huh. That's cool. Oh, yeah. You know, I did see he posted something on his story yesterday, so that's and there probably was, what it was. There was all the memes, too, the other day. Or, like, not the other day. Back when the whole suit, or Justice League stuff came out, and I was like, oh, like... Warner Brothers won't keep him, so no. Zach is just going <laughs> to take him and give him a role. Yeah. I don't mind when directors do that. Like, I like that Nolan works with a lot of the same cast. Mm-hmm. And that Gunn is kind of thinking of doing that with the Guardians cast. And, I don't know. It's nice. Because then you, you know it's going to be a certain amount of, like... Decent acting. Yeah, right? good acting. And they work, obviously, like... They pair well together, so the chemistry between director and actors is going to be there. So, I don't know. They always have a more genuine like feel to me, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm... And I don't know. He he was really good in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, he was really like, good. Like, he acted his ass off in that movie. Mm-hmm. And for him to for his get the short role. end of the <laughs> stick on that whole... Just thing he that happened. Say yeah. Um, so I I like that Zach is doing that for him and mm-hmm. still giving him a big break. Yeah. Well, and it's not even like just that. Like Zach is giving him this. Thing, no. Right? It yeah. Means that, and obviously people. Zach their, trusts him. Well, yeah, and like obviously people have their opinion on if Zach Snyder is a good filmmaker or not, but it means Ray Fisher has a good enough acting ability to warrant being in his movies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's for someone who doesn't have many acting roles at all and got shafted when he was on his first big break, it's good that he is still a capable actor and it's not just a one-time thing. Yeah. But no, it looks really good. They're... Um... The release date on Rebel Moon is December 22nd. Oh, yeah, so just at the end of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Killer, I believe, was earlier. I think, I want to say that's like November. November 10th. Yeah. That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. I have all the release dates for the other one, but I do not feel like listing them all again. <laughs> that's another thing that we haven't um, seen. Like So, like, Austin and I have never seen a Christopher Nolan movie in theaters before. Mm -hmm. And even Tenet came out at, like, the worst possible time. (laughs) We're going to go see Oppenheimer. Yeah, we're going to go see Oppenheimer. I'm bringing my dad. Oh, yeah. Because he's a big... He watched uh, Peaky Blinders. Oh. It's, like, one of his favorite shows. Yeah, so he's excited to see him Mm. in Oppenheimer because it's kind of... Similar time period, right? Yeah. Kind of completely different <laughs> characters, but yeah. I don't know. That, I, yeah. He's excited to see it. Well, that's good. I'm excited to see that movie. We're excited for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But. but yeah, we 
never seen a Nolan movie in theaters, so we're going to go do that. And we've never watched a Fincher movie in the year it came out. So Also Barbie. Cool also, yeah, we're going to go see Barbie probably yeah. as soon as we're done seeing Oppenheimer. So. Yeah. Just two culturally moving movies, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peak cinema. But, yeah, that's kind of all the... I think that's all the new news that is out. <laughs> You want to talk about this? Yeah, there's there's probably so much more that we missed over the Christmas break, but yeah, we'll, I, we'll cover it. Like we'll probably do either at like an on our own episode for Avatar, or a long episode where we cover more of that news. We kind of go more in depth into some of that stuff, and then also review Avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can uh, we can call it there if that's good with you. Yeah, covered everything we needed, not needed to, but wanted to cover today. Yep. But yeah, we will uh, we'll be back soon with more info, more news, and uh, thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. All right. See you. Bye.